We're live. Great. Yeah. Awesome. We made it. It's my favorite part. Going live? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, I don't have an intro topic. I was going to say the Video Game Awards, but that's kind of a lot of our news. That's Yeah. I mean, they literally just happened. They just finished. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Overwatch is uh, is the winner. Spoilers, I guess. There we go. All right. Too late. Too late. Overwatch is yeah. uh is is <clears throat> Jeff Keeley's favorite game of the year. It won the uh, the biggest Keeley that it can can be won. It, the biggest Keeley. Yep. These are the Keeley Awards. The I mean, Keeleys? they are. Yeah. So, sure. Do uh, you? But let's say let's save that for news. You might okay. as well save that for news. I'll. I'll transition with an opening topic. Do you care about video game awards? <laughs> Just in general. <clears throat> uh, I, no, but it's yeah. just kind of like a, like an event to watch. Like sure. it's like E3 kind of, but with less announcements and more product placements. Sure. Kind of like this was my watching experience. I had my iPad propped up playing the game awards quietly while I played video game games for the majority of my attention. Sure. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. That's probably the what, right what, way to do it. What about you? Do you care? Like, no, not really, but it is kind of nice. There's no, like... I don't know. This is the thing, is that there's a lot of movie awards, and there's nothing really like that that's official for video games besides this. So it's just kind of yeah, nice. Hang that, on. Besides like, the top down respective game of the year podcast. Well, of course. Well, what I'm getting at is that there's a lot of game of the year stuff like in podcast form and news articles and all that sort of thing on sites. But there's not like a big televised event sort of thing like all the time. Except at twitch.com slash top down respective near the end of the year when we right. do our game of the year. Right. Right. Live show. <laughs> also remind me when we're off air that we need to discuss how we're going to be taking community responses this year. Cause last year was a fucking gong show. Oh, right. We, we usually <laughs> had already did that by now. Yeah. And Cause it's December, man. Yeah. December just crept up. Okay. Yeah. We do need to discuss I'm on, that. I'm on vacation for two weeks now from work. So I can help set that up. I can probably set that up at like work tomorrow okay, or something. Cool. <laughs> But yeah, we actually have to get on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, you're I mean, back. I've already How started is... like my lists and stuff because I, I kind of just keep like a running list going throughout the year. That's a smart way to do it. I do it last yeah. minute. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. I, I can I kind of write it down while it's fresh. But yeah. Anyway, I know what you mean. We don't have a big award show. And this I don't is even like know if... the industry one, right? Like this is the only video game industry one that we watch it's the only thing we have and it's kind of nice to get like a kind of basic gauge on the industry what people found interesting of the year in, in like a big format show sure thing. right yeah so. yeah i mean and i feel like the same way with the oscars is i don't like really care but it's right. just kind of like a big event to watch and as someone who like doesn't watch like sports and I don't care when the big games are on. Right. It's nice to to when I do watch one of these, know yeah. that Twitter's also watching it, so I get to be part of that zeitgeist for once. Because yeah, I no, like never right. am. You're totally uh, right. There's no Yeah. So Like short of like if you have like a favorite YouTuber or Twitch streamer, if they do like a big event thing, there's not really gaming events to watch regularly. Yeah. So yeah. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Uh that being said, I don't care about people's opinions on games because I have my own 
but it's kind of nice just to see what the basic gist of all of that shit is. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm curious what 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 uh, like because I think it's all voted. I don't, so I'm curious what uh what everyone else is thinking and just yeah. kind of what gets the awards. No, you're totally <clears throat> right. You can usually guess it. Like like I, I I gave you the five nominees for the game of the year, and without hesitation, you guessed Overwatch. But yeah. Anyways, we'll go in more depth with that at, when we get into news. But uh, in case you somehow came across this without uh, without being subscribed in any way, this is the top down perspective. Yeah, that's us. Uh, yeah, the industry leading video game podcast. And there's only two uh, of us. We should say this week. That's right. I don't know where John is. I he is working. Okay, Consider so like this. No, I think Atlanta area. Maybe is that the East Coast. I feel like I ask this every single it's time. It's South. It's in Georgia. South. Okay. It's somewhere in so Georgia. East it might Coast? not even be Atlanta. I mean, compared to like you, everything's East Coast. Where's Where's Georgia? It's like, I yeah. How, I guess you would is say it right southeast. beside Texas, or is it? But I don't even. I you know what? I don't even care. Right. Uh, John's off working. He left this morning. So our schedules just barely missed each other. I guess he'll be back next week. I, I don't really know. How was uh how was the rest of your Thanksgiving trip or whatever? It's good. We played some really cold uh mini golf. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um I saw you bought some Pixar movies and then I asked you if you owned them and you're just like, lol no. <laughs> yeah, I only own like the last like few on Blu-ray. Gotcha. Uh and then I own a few of them on DVD, but I definitely do not have the whole thing. Uh, I don't I like and even I don't even have like everyone that comes out. I don't have the good dinosaur because I wasn't I wasn't super into good dinosaur. Right. But I really liked Finding Dory. That movie was I think that movie's hilarious. OK, so cool. yeah, I picked that up. Cool. Yeah, I did some Black Friday, which. Oh, yeah, I guess we hadn't talked. We talked to that. I was planning to do Black Friday, but I hadn't done it yet. Yeah, because we did it uh, Thursday last week. So Thursday night. I remember. Yeah, we uh Earlier on that Thursday, uh, because a lot of the d- deals have been going live on Thursday on the website, I was like, can we just swing by Best Buy in case they're doing the movies already and then I can just get this a- a- over with? Yeah. Uh, Best Buy wasn't even open on that Thursday, but people were already camped out and we drove by around noon, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, they're there for the rest of the day until whenever Best Buy opens, which I, I don't know when, maybe like six or something. Sure. That, yeah. With tents, like. Like, that's a for real thing. Yeah. That's, that was crazy. I don't know, man. Like, I, I get it, but that's, like, consumerism at its worst. When you're just, like, waiting to buy a thing you probably don't need. Because it's not like this is the food bank that they're lined up for. This is a sure. fucking electronics store. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I Black Friday is a great time to get gifts for Christmas. Of course. Sure. So, if if you have the chance of getting, like like a big tv for your family at a super discount price like you'd yeah. be like super dad or super mom if you came home with that right so i i, I can kind of get it but sure. i'm not going to do that no uh instead i'm gonna show up around one in the afternoon pick up a bunch of blu-rays yeah and casually uh go through the line and leave maybe it's different for us because we grew up in canada and like growing up it was the only exposure we really had to Black Friday was when you would watch, like, an American station on TV and they would have commercials about, like, their blowouts and shit. 
but like we didn't really like in the last like five years we've definitely we definitely have black friday like it's oh yeah but growing up we didn't so we it wasn't ingrained into our minds from a young age that like we must buy on this day there's also just less of us like as a people yeah so there's just less people to trample and to trample and to and to be a trampler sure so there's that but we have boxing day which is the same essentially the same yeah so yep. and I get both. Yeah. Um anyway, uh I guess yeah, uh so Paul's here, Sean's here, it's December first. Yeah. Christmas season is upon us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you I I bought my yearly on, on Black Friday, my yearly uh ugly Christmas sweater. Okay. That I'll be wearing. I think um, I have one from last year that I ordered that came late or earlier this year. It's like a video game centric one. I can't remember where it is, but it's somewhere here. Put it on the camera for people. It's a it's nice light blue. It's a reindeer wearing glasses, sunglasses, and he's looking and you can see. Does like, it say "Make it rain"? It says "Make it rain," but R E I N. Yeah. And that and that reindeer looks like he's about to shred some like like he's gonna go snowboarding. He he does look like he's gonna go snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty good. Got that at Target. Cool. All right. Anyway, um, Paul, why don't you tell me what you have been playing? Yeah. Um, so because of this whole end of the year debacle and like trying to kind of catch up on games, but not really, I started going through like the games I had and wanted to play. Um, Shadow Warrior 2 specifically was one me and a friend bought at the same time to play together. And then we just didn't for a while because he got super busy and our schedules wouldn't line up. But we started it, finally. And I've but, been... But you're trying to go through, like, 2016 games? Because end of the year's coming up? Is that what you were yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Shadow Warrior 2 was one of the shooters that I was like, this is kind of different than... Like, every shooter I've tried this year is great in its own way, which is going to make it really, really hard to decide what's going on with end of the year shit. Like, Doom has, like, the fast old style shooting uh overwatch has the good like team fortress feel that i never got from team fortress like i never got into that game but i liked overwatch i like team fortress 2 <clears throat> titanfall <clears throat> 2 is just like a fast moving good modern shooter in the way that like call of duty used to be i haven't tried the new call of duty yet but maybe at okay. some point shadow warrior 2 is essentially like a borderlands 2 or a borderlands game it's a uh, okay looter shooter like is the term i guess that's people really use. i haven't heard that but that's a gross uh, term yeah it's a gross term for sure um but yeah like i started playing it with that friend and then i just kept playing it with other people to just keep playing because i am enjoying it i think so the premise is or i'll tell you the problem i think i have with it is that when they were making it, they were making it like Shadow, the original Shadow Warrior reboot that came out like two years ago or whatever. And I think it was supposed to be a single-player story-focused thing. So when they tacked on multiplayer, it feels just that, like it's tacked on to a single-player experience, which makes it kind of awkward in some parts. For example, anytime you join a game or whatever, like say your friend is hosting a game, You join the game, you are joining their single-player game, essentially. You cannot choose missions to go on. You cannot talk to NPCs that have missions for you to, like, get it for both of you. 
It has to be them. They have to be the one to pick up the item at the end of a mission to continue the story mission on. Like, so it just feels real weird when my, like, friend is doing something else. Say we're on a mission to get, like, a scroll or something. My friend's doing something else. He's fucking around. Yeah, he's fucking around. He's, uh... Killing just random shit and, like, grabbing money or whatever, going through a bunch of loot boxes and shit. And I, like, kill the final guy, and then the scroll that I need to complete this mission is just sitting there. I can't pick it up. He has to be the one to walk across the map, (coughs) click the button, and then we can finish the mission off. And then he has to be the one to hand it in at the hub world. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of irritating. Just clunky. Yeah, even down to where you're watching cutscenes and, like, I kind of don't care about the story that's going on, so I like to skip the stuff because I just like how the game feels. That's why I'm into this game. Like, I just want to play it. So some of the cutscenes are kind of long, and, like, my one friend that I was playing with was watching all of it, and I was just like, oh, come on. And then the other friend I'm playing with... Well, that's not really a problem with the game. It is because I should be able to skip it on my end. I don't like that it's, like, all like based on him. Like, you just start him. doing stuff, but then you'll have to wait for him anyway. Right, but during that time, there's so much customization of your weapons I could be doing. Instead, okay. we're, I'm wasting time. Like, it's been nice because I did do some of the story stuff, and then I'm playing with somebody who had just started it the next night. So I replayed a lot of that story stuff with him. And he's, like, into skipping the story. He doesn't give a shit. Which is super nice, otherwise I would have had to have seen the same shit, like, twice in a row in, a, like, one full day, essentially. But... Can I, you think the, of any game that, when you're playing co-op, one person can skip it? The thing is, is, if it's a cut, like, I just don't want cutscenes in a multiplayer thing. I just, like, they can have audio logs or whatever, and I can do whatever, but the fact is that the way this game operates in Borderlands, you get a bunch of guns as drops. In this game, you get some guns as drops, but you get a lot of modifications for your guns. Like, every gun has, like, three slots. And I would rather just be able to take the time that it would take to watch this stupid cutscene and, like, modify my weapon so I'm ready to go when my friend is done watching the cutscene for himself. Like, I don't know. I just don't like that it's all... Everything in that game is based around who is, like, hosting the game. I just don't like that style at all. It bugs me. All right. Um, Other than that, though, like, there is so much in that game, it is fucking stupid. The way you can customize your guns and, like, crap. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is that all the upgrades don't feel like they're necessary for example i had two gems which are like your modification things that you can place in the guns to change how they operate that were essentially the same thing the only difference was one of them increased toxic damage by 16 percent the other increased it by 15 percent so there's just like a bunch of fake loot in there basically where it's just like going up one percent or 0.1 percent that's doesn't feel feel like it's worth a shit to me that's all loot games for, like, and then you just get rid of the, for the, most the part. weaker ones. Like, Borderlands definitely had that, too. Yeah, but Borderlands, you're picking up a whole new <laughs> gun with different makes and different firing styles. This is just, like, do I want the 1% more in my AK-47 type gun? 
or do I want this other thing completely? It just seems like the incremental upgrades are so small in Shadow Warrior 2 that it seems like it's just padding to make it seem like they could say, we have over a million different combinations. It's like, yeah, but 800,000 of them are like 1% increments. (laughs) So maybe you don't. Um it's not enough for me to hate that on that game or anything. I'm having a pretty good time. The writing's pretty good. It's silly. Uh, it's gory. Like, you're killing shit pretty good. Like, it feels good when you're killing shit. You have different powers you can use. There's good melee system. Overall, the game is pretty good. It just, I think, is suffering from the fact that it came out in the year where there's been amazing shooters. And it, I don't think it's amazing like the way that the other ones are that I've played this year. So it's kind of suffering, but it's, but it's different. Bit. None of the other ones are, loot it's different. Games, so yeah, sure. If you're wanting a loot game, I guess that, that it's a, I'm glad it's a good one. Sure. Yeah. There is that. I, cool. yeah, I, I, I am glad that it is a multiplayer loot game and not just like another single player thing, because I think it would have really suffered if it was just another single player thing, but it's kind of weird playing the same map over and over again for different missions because you could tell they repurpose. You could tell that, like, they made a part of the map just for, like, a single-player thing, and it's huge, so they just make you go back to it, like, three times sometimes for different missions because they're just reusing the same asset that they spend so much time on. This is one of those things that, like, you notice when a multiplayer game is made with the idea that you're going to be doing a multiplayer thing... It just works better than when you repurpose a single player thing just mechanically, but it's totally playable. And it's one of those things that when you're playing a game with a friend, you can overlook a lot of the small things that don't break the game. And I don't feel there's anything that really breaks the game in that game. So it's totally fun. Okay. Yeah. But that's pretty much all I've been playing, really. All right. Um, I've been playing Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you and a, everybody else in the world, except a, me, it seems. Just a lot of Pokemon. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, a, it's a good version of Pokemon. N- uh, nothing, nothing much else to say about that. Cr- crazy bad frame rate drops during the battles. I've actually it's, heard this from a few people. Yeah. It's it's insane how much they slow down. But uh, anyway, yeah, over 20 hours into that. So just going to continue along with Pokemon. Did you get your Poplio <laughs> or whatever you needed? I got a pop though, yeah. Uh, Good. I forgot uh, Hebrew Lantern and Discord. David. We were swapping yeah. some, swapping some eggs. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I got all the starters now. Thanks to everyone who helped me out. Um, apart from that, I played through Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Okay, so you walked around in a video game for a while and looked at prettiness. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good-looking game. Yeah. Uh, the the it's it's a nice sounding game. It's kind of it has the whole thing of Gone Home. Where, like, it's so empty, it's, like, kind of spooky. Huh. Okay. Um, and, yeah, that's just... Uh, that was that came out on PlayStation Plus. I think it was a November one. Uh, and I started that not this last week, but the week before. But I, I played the majority of it this week. Uh, you walk way too slow. Uh, which is definitely annoying, because all you do is really walk around. <clears throat> and there's a... You kind of follow this ball of light around to bring you... Well, the way it goes is you walk around and you get to different little sections and then all of a sudden these like light spirals will appear and 
uh, people will start start talking. You can't see the people, but like the light spirals are talking, and they're supposed to be like flashes of the past before you know, before everyone went to the rapture. Sure. So you're just kind of like uh, you're slowly figuring out what happened and just the lives of the people. And there's this floating orb that kind of directs you where to go, uh, which works only like at 60% of the time. Sometimes it will like if you didn't watch it, it'll just disappear and you'll get kind of lost because hmm. um, it, it never gates you. You can walk anywhere you want. So there was definitely times where I was like, am I supposed to be back traveling? And sometimes you are. Sometimes you aren't. So I definitely got lost a few times, which is kind of annoying. Hmm. Uh, but apart from that, uh, kind of a cool little, it's like, it's about four hours long. Um, just have a heavy narration. Um, so if you like games like Firewatch and Gone Home, you'll probably enjoy this. Except the movement speed is mind numbing. Um, is that by design for like what's going on in the story or is it just like, I don't know why. I was thinking that like, hmm. cause you would, you would think, all right, they're making me walk slow. They must want me to be looking around. Right. Yeah, yeah. But there's not a ton to look at. You're just kind of like in a small town. And there's not like a ton of environmental storytelling until you get to one of the moments where you would stop walking anyway because there's like a dialogue scene. And then sometimes, you know, they'll be talking about like, oh, man, did you see like there's a bunch of dead birds over there? Uh, and then and you, and you can go over and you can look at the dead birds and stuff. But a lot of the time, like... I guess they just want you to like be exploring as much as possible. But personally I would have explored a lot more if I could like walk into that house, like get over to that house faster. Right. Um, so I, and afterwards I, I know I'm, and I know I missed a lot of, uh, of dialogue sections and like, you know, it's subplots and whatnot. Uh, cause you have to explore and find them. So I, there's a great article on Kotaku from when it came out of, of, um, Oh, I can't remember who wrote it, but he played through the game like one, like two or three times uh, and, and really wrote down like, this is what's happened. This is what I think happened. Here's the metaphors and stuff. And I read through that and got a lot more of it. And yeah, I missed a bunch. But just thinking like if I could have walked faster, I probably would have explored more Right. because I'm, I'm but uh, yeah, it, it, it impeded me. So maybe they were trying to get towards something with the slower speed, but I don't think it was successful. Sure. I would have I would have still preferred. It seems like a misstep either way, honestly, because it then, yeah, I see where you're coming from, where it's like, well, I'm walking so slow, I don't want to spend any more time than I need to, because I yeah. just want to get to the point I need to, to continue. Right. Yeah. And it, and like I mentioned with that, the, the glowing orb, you kind of need to keep your eye on it, because I got lost, so there was a lot of times where it was like, hey, should I go check out that house? Like, I can see the doors open. But there's been times where I have done that, and then when I fig- finished exploring the house, and I walked out, and it's like, well, I have no idea where to go, because yeah. that orb took a left around that corner, and then I don't know what it did after that. Mm. I'm just going to keep walking and h- hope the orb shows up, and usually, eventually, it will after I walk around a bit. It's like, oh, there it is in the corner. I'll go over to there. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's a it's it, you know it was free on PlayStation Plus. So if you picked it up, uh, I would recommend checking it out. Okay. Uh, you'll know pretty quick if you're interested in going through it. But like I said, it's about four hours. So, is it something that like you feel like you could get the experience if you just watched like a Let's Play or a playthrough of it or something, or do, is it or do you feel like you have to be in control? Like, are there parts where it's like that had more emphasis in my mind because I had to do a thing with my hands? Mm. No, it's you, all you're doing is walking. Okay. 
Um, so if you feel like going, you playing through Gone or watching someone play through Gone Home or Firewatch, yeah, uh, had, was it was enough for you? This will be the same. Okay, cool. Um, I, ideally, I would just say hopefully the person playing it is being quiet during the narrative part because sure. all that game is is story and it's a lot of talking for, from the characters. There's like you know ten different characters that you you learn about and stuff. So okay, cool. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then, uh, I've been playing, uh, another game that I can't really discuss until next week, but I've been playing dead rising four. Oh man. John's going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, luckily, uh, when he's back on the podcast, I'll be able to discuss it, but that's actually where a lot of my time has been, uh, is, uh, with dead rising four this week. Obviously so when we go off the air, you'll give me a nod. Yes or I'll no. G- I'll give you all the, I'll give you all the info. Yeah, sure, sure. There you go. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, anyways, apart from that, let's uh, get on to the news. Yeah, there's enough to talk about for sure. Uh, so, top of the show, we mentioned Game Awards. Um, I just have Kotaku open because they basically posted everything. Right. Um, so this is going to be in reverse order because that's uh, how websites work. Okay. Um, Overwatch one, they yeah. showed new trailer, or I guess the first trailer for the next Walking Dead uh, season. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, showed some Mass Effect. This is probably the thing I was like most excited to see was the Mass Effect, and it looks real nice. Yeah, I saw people tweeting about it when I was tweeting out that we were going live, that they were super yep. excited. So, Mass Effect looks cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's spring 2017. Can't wait. Yep. They showed uh, and announced Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment, which is a prequel. Okay um cool I'm, I, i've got mixed feelings i like shovel knight a lot yeah i kind of wish i could have seen um yacht club uh do something different okay what so will this game take place when shovel knight and like shield knight or whatever are together uh i'm I guessing yeah, uh shield knight's in red right yeah i think so is it like a was shield knight wearing a cloak I don't remember. Or was it armor? Probably had okay, a the character at least. The character in the trailer is in like a red cloak. Interesting. So okay. I I yeah, I don't remember all of the Shovel Knight lore. Right. Um so I, I can't really tell you a ton. Uh but it's I would assume you're not Shovel Knight. Although uh there is co-op. It looked like there was co-op. I don't know who the other character was. Again, I have the get game awards on in the corner of my eye while i was playing video games so um let's see they showed some more zelda breath of the wild okay new trailer a bit of gameplay uh that's still Still a game i'm going to play of course yeah it still looks like the next zelda so who's not going to play that right uh looks like they showed some prey i don't even remember watching this prey okay yeah the new prey um Uh, that Dragon Cancer won the Impact Game Awards, or what was the full title of that? Uh, it was like Games with Purpose or something. Oh, sorry. Uh, Games for Impact. That was the title. Okay. And That Dragon Cancer won. Um, uh, you know, heart-wrenching speech from the father, of course. Uh, if anyone's played That Dragon Cancer. Uh, Telltale officially announced their Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, 
Okay, we're kind of getting to the beginning of um, news or of the new of the of the uh, of the award show. So I'm just going to go yeah. through the notes I wrote down. Yeah, this yeah. will be in chronological order. So we talked about Zelda. Yeah. Uh, Gearbox is starting a publishing thing now. Gearbox Publishing, and their first one is Bulletstorm Full Clip. Okay. Which I couldn't tell if that was a new Bulletstorm or like or, a remaster or, or something. like a remaster because right. wasn't because weren't they doing a remaster or was that separate? I don't know. Yeah, it's um, probably not a new one, I would assume, but I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I think it might be because you can play as Duke Nukem and he's fully voiced for the whole game because Gearbox. All right. So at the sure. end of that trailer, you get a bunch of like Duke Nukem talking and like they're bleeping out all of his swears while he's like being angry. Um, okay. So, Color John excited for sure. He's a he's a big Duke Nukem fan. Yeah. And Bulletstorm. Uh, was he super into Bulletstorm? I played I through it. I don't remember. I don't know, uh, actually. I mean, that game's fine. I don't have anything against Bulletstorm. Right. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, then uh, Keely talked to about Kojima for a long time. I'm sure he did because he's obsessed es- with him. Well, especially because, remember, Kojima was not allowed to go to last year's yeah. Game Awards. Remember whole, that whole thing? Yeah. So Kojima saying stuff like, Kojima had this award robbed from him. And like just like getting like really aggressive towards what happened to a Kojima. And uh, anyways, Kojima got an award for being amazing. I can't remember what the award was. Um, they actually just gave him an award for being amazing. But it well, it was just kind of like one of those like a lifetime achievement awards, you know, where you like, okay. you know, when an actor gets one for just being great, okay. it was just kind of that. Like they didn't give him, there was no specific game or whatever. It was just, I think at one point he might have said the greatest man of all time. Okay. Or if here's the thing, right? He was going super into it. I love metal gear. I like a lot of Hideo Kojima stuff. You can't wait for death stranding. That is so fucking grossly overboard. It's ridiculous. Jeff Keighley needs to stop acting like a weird teenage stalker. That's fucking weird. I don't like that. It got got a little weird. I don't like that. It did get a little weird. Um, I, I guess they're like best buds. Great. But I'm happy I, for them, I, but yeah. <laughs> I don't need. Maybe this was just like 10 minutes of Keely being like, hey, I'm friends with Kojima. Ha. Huh? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But um, I, I mean, yeah, no disrespect. It just it went on for a while. And the hyperbole in his in, in his speech was just a little uh, shocking. Uh, oh, I'm not disrespecting Kojima at all. I'm just saying fuck Jeff Keely. No, I'm saying no disrespect to either of them. Oh, okay. Um, I know they're both <laughs> they're both big fans of the show. Yeah, yeah, of uh, course. <laughs> Shout out to um, Jeff. Yeah, hey, hey, can I uh, can I hang out with the two of you? Anyway, they showed a trailer for Death Stranding. Guillermo del Toro's in it as a guy. Great, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, <right>. so, <laughs> I'm in. Um, yeah, there's more weird like robot babies and military dudes taking off their goggles and their face changing and uh it looks like the next metal gear game right yeah that's actually good isn't the next metal gear game technically a weird zombie co-op shooter from like a different dimensional rifts and stuff you know i finally saw that trailer yeah this looks like the actual next metal gear game so that's cool at least Uh, i would recommend checking out that trailer it's it's weird all right um 
Uh, I have a note saying the art direction category was crazy jam packed. Uh, I'm trying mm. to think who was not inside one, but when I just saw the nominees, I was like, wow, this is a, this is a really, di- like, this is a hard choice. I think the art five direction. were it, inside Overwatch, Firewatch. I think Abzu might have been in there. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. I'm going to, I'm going to look this up. Video. Game. Yeah. All right, nominees. Uh, okay, best art direction. View nominees. <clears throat> okay, yeah, Abzu, Firewatch, Inside, Overwatch, and Uncharted Four. Like art direction, those are like those are some heavy hitters. Um, they are. Hmm. Like every one of those, like deserves it. Okay, you know what I mean. This is a thing I don't like about award shows right and this is why i actually love the long form giant bomb tdp whoever like probably idle thumbs i don't know i haven't listened to them in a while do like a game of the year thing because there's reasoning as to like they say why they hold something in regard in this list i would love to hear what the argument for inside is over overwatch or firewatch or whatever like why Yep, because I'm interested in that conversation. Because these, you're right; these are some pretty big, pretty big games, artistic wise. So yeah, that's that was a, just a that was a massive category. I mean, it comes down you can you can re, uh, relate that to reviews. Some people yeah. just want the score. Some people want to read what this what that score means. Right. Um. So you know, it's cool that there are sites like Giant Bomb where that you get to hear those deliberations. Because I, I agree with you. I lo- I love hearing that stuff. Yeah. I like listening to people discuss it critically. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to point out that that uh, category because, yeah, that that's a that's a hard category to pick from. Um, but inside looks great. That game, oh, that game looks so cool. Especially where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Like so. the whole art direction, the whole what is the question? Yeah, that's a cool game. It's, yeah, it's um, pretty good. Yeah. They had. Why did I close that tab? <laughs> um, this was a pretty good category, and the dude who gave the um. Oh, let me find it. Uh, best sports slash racing game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the guy who gave the award, I can't remember his name. Even he was like, "This is a this is a great cat." And you know, this was all with tongue in cheek. He goes, "This is a great category because you get to like, you get to put this dr- these driving games up against these like realistic sports simulators. Like, it's just so crazy." Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell he was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> I'm actually looking um, at the nominees for this. And yeah, you're right. so let me, let me let me write down these nominees for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, if it's I'm gonna, a sports I'm gonna read game these in a specific order. Out. Here's yeah. here's the specific. Okay, Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. You got the best of soccer. All right, great. Right, yeah, NBA 2K17. It's the basketball is amazing. MLB The Show 16. Who doesn't love baseball? I mean, that's their Thief- biggest thing. The show. So. Uh, FIFA 17, the next uh, sure. more soccer than you could ever want. Right. Forza Horizon 3. You drive cars real fast. <laughs> yep, and Forza Horizon 3 is the winner. I'm glad Forza Horizon 3 is the best sports I'm, or racing game. <laughs> I'm so for that decision. Just like... Yeah. It, I actually I actually didn't remember what the nominees were. I remembered that Forza won. But just looking at it, you got four sports games yeah. up against this racing one. And then, like, this is this category is so dumb. Yeah. This is such it's a re- dumb category. It's really bad. 
The reason yeah. they tacked on the slash racing is so that they could give Forza Horizon Three a win. Uh, I guess like thing. not a not. I guess not enough racing games came out this year. I'm trying to think of what else came out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Was there must have been some stuff? I bet there was a lot of smaller things like that car game or something. Right. But. Uh. Anyway, that was that was probably the silliest. Uh silliest category that's really really silly it's It's really pretty dumb and then the one i wanted to bring up was uh they had one that was best game uh direction oh hang on let me uh see if that was the actual title of the category best studio slash game direction was one oh where's that it's the second one on their uh official okay uh is this the one i'm thinking of yeah, so the way they described it, because they put a little like you know tagline when they would read off what the category is, is these are games that are moving, are moving the um, genres forward and are and are shaping games and are doing something unique. Sure. And then all five are from AAA studios, and they're all shooters. Yeah. Which just seemed kind of odd to me because I was like, okay, like what kind of games are going to put here? Like you know, Firewatch is pretty unique. Inside is definitely unique. Oh, we got a class-based shooter. We got a military shooter. We got Doom, which is just like a really great version of Doom. It's a really great version of Doom, though. Let me stop you right there. We have the fourth (laughs) Uncharted and the second Titanfall. Like, I was just like, what? Has... What? Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. It's really weird. I'm sorry. The tagline's even on the website. Let me just read this as they wrote it down. Recognizing a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. What? None of these are that. True. These like shooters are the most cookie cutter thing. Well, this is like uh, anyway. Uh, Overwatch one. Overwatch yeah. is great. Don't get me wrong. I love Overwatch. It does some really great things for multiplayer shooters and stuff sure but like it just doesn't seem like this that i i guess i interpret this category much differently yeah because i just you're actually interpreting it as is best art direction maybe best art well no because i feel like that's kind of a different thing as well it is a different thing but those are like the games mm -hmm. i think you're thinking that tried something different yeah i I guess maybe i i would narrow i would nominate the art art direction games uh let me for for this one because like yeah, n- n- what's another game like Abzu? Like, I can't think of anything maybe, that came out recently. Maybe Firewatch. I don't know. I haven't played Echo- Abzu honestly. I, I, Journey, but not underwater. Sure. Echo the Dolphin. I, like Echo I don't the know. Dolphin's right? So like, good. like it's it's just weird. Like, it's, and they're and especially when they're using words like you know innovation, and it's like this is Uncharted Four. Like maybe if it was the first Uncharted, like I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's a that's another thing. But anyway, those are some notes I wrote down. <clears throat> that was the Game Awards. Love them or hate them, take them as you will. Uh, Mass yeah. Effect looks cool. <laughs> that's all that you really wanted to get to. I'm, I'm excited for Mass Effect. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, uh, other news from this last week. Uh, Games with Gold. We kind of touched on this a little bit last week because Burnout Paradise is coming at the end of the month. Yeah. Burnout Paradise, everybody. Get on that. Sure. Uh, the other Xbox 360 game is Outland. That's another great game. That's a great game. Yeah. That's a that's a fun game. 
Um, if you liked Ori and the Blind Forest, I recommend checking out Out- Outland. Similar gameplay. Yeah. Different mechanically, and, though. It's not as fast moving. It's more about. I don't know, because it's a lot about like shifting the colors and you have to shift the, the color like, while yeah. jumping. Like, yeah, it's there's weird. some there's some pl- puzzle platforming. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition and Outlast on Xbox One. Great. All right. Uh, and then PlayStation Plus games. Let's load these up. Uh, we have Invisible Ink. Stories Path of Destinies. Oh, that game I'm, is so good. <laughs> this this stories game, it's yeah, is good. It's so oh, good. Heard, heard I highly it. recommend like? people check that out. What is it? What is it like? It's like this um storybook that's being told and you're playing the main protagonist, but along the way there's different like like choices. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure novel in a video game form. And what like genre are we talking? Uh, like a hack and like a far okay, like a uh, hack isometric, and slash isometric hack and slash type game, like a beat 'em up okay. sort of thing. Yeah. All right, okay, maybe I'll check that out then. Sure, it's yeah. super cool. <clears throat> yeah, Hypervoid on PlayStation Three. I don't know what that is. Uh, Tiny Troopers Joint Ops. Okay, which I also don't know. Color Guardians, which sounds kind of familiar. I don't know what that is either. And then V V V V V V. So good, uh, which is an old game, but it's all, you know that's another goodie. Yeah, super good. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, continuing on, PlayStation communities. I don't think this is that new, but there's an app for it now. Uh, it's like the Xbox clubs or whatever. Anyway, we we yeah. have a PlayStation community. Uh, and if you didn't see my Twitter or the top down perspectives Twitter, we have a Xbox club as well. I don't know how you find these search top-down perspective on either of them and then you can join and i guess we can play games together so yeah. that's the thing okay yep i kind of wish the playstation communities app was just part of the playstation app but it needed its own i guess that's dumb i didn't yep. know that that's stupid yep. okay i thought this yep. was an add-on to the other thing okay yeah. so anyway we have those if people want to get together and play some games together i play overwatch quite a bit on playstation Hey, there's a new Soul Calibur. You like Soul Calibur? I do, and I'm actually mad that we're doing this live. I can't watch this video yet. I'll have to watch it after. Okay. Uh, it's pretty good uh, because at the end of this trailer, after everyone's fighting and there's like energy stuff happening, it's a pachinko machine. I, I mean, I fucking love pachinko machines. <laughs> well, I'm glad because uh, there's a Soul Calibur uh, pachinko machine coming. I mean, there's a pachinko machine for everything. So Eventually, Sooner or later, yeah. I could actually go for a new soul caliber i think yeah no i'm with you for it's, sure it's been a long time since ivy's boobs have increased in volume yep and uh Keelik has to show me the way right yeah those are both um, things that need to happen like now yeah i could go for both of those uh i like soul caliber it's like that and mortal Kombat were like the two fighting games that weren't smash bros that i played the most of growing up so uh, Marvel versus Capcom four is happening 2017. Okay. Speaking of fighting games. Um, are you excited? Actually? Yeah, that's cool. I never played a ton of this, but I definitely played it in the arcade. Probably the first one, I guess. Yeah, no, like I don't play them a whole <laughs> lot, but I love watching people play that. Oh game. yeah. 
So yeah, and just the crazy attacks and ha- stuff happening. Yeah, too bad John's not here. I'm sure he'd be going crazy about this. Oh, totally. Uh, but Marvel versus Capcom Four. It's cool that they're going back to that because the last one was quite a while ago. Um, seeing if this article mentions when three came out. I feel like it was probably 2011. 20, oh, I was going to say 2012. I'd be close. No, it was, it was, it was early 2011 as well. Oh, so I wasn't too close and I was about two yeah. years off. Almost. Yeah. So there you All go. Right. Um, anyway, so that's the thing happening next year. Get, get hype. Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest news this week was the no man's sky patch. Yes. Uh, I didn't, I didn't watch this trailer. I just kind of heard about it f- through sources. Uh, have you looked into this? No, cause I don't care. You're always, it's not enough to bring you back. No. So, um, base building seems yeah. to be the big one. There's some kind of ch- like challenge, like survival mode. Okay. Uh, sure. Let's just see. With this patch, No Man's Sky is now broken up into three modes. Normal, the original No Man's Sky, creative, base building mode, and survival, uh, which the developers describe as a much more challenging endurance experience. Uh, This is 1.1. They're calling it the foundation update, and it's the first of many free updates. Yeah, I mean, it has to be free, right? Like. Oh, Especially sure. if you call it the foundation update. What type of asshole charges for something called the foundation update? <laughs> right. Um and it's already out now. I was meaning to look into it, but I've just I've just been busy with uh new games. Right. Uh let's see a couple other things. Um a ton of changes ranging from UI tweaks to improved distribution of plant life. Increased the number of different NPC character models. I'm just going to open up this whole patch notes thing and see what we got. Uh, I guess you can do farming now. Looks like you can put plants inside your base and farm them, which that seems kind of interesting to get your resources. This all is pretty interesting. It's just... Place save points anywhere in the world. It seems like a um, like a good update. Like these are all th- cool things that can happen. Sure. I don't know oh, that it excuses them not now? saying anything in the whole time they were making it. But whatever, that's no big deal. Anyway, either uh, way, I don't if you're care. if you're all interested in uh, No Man's Sky, this is, wow, the patch notes are so long at the bottom here, and they just keep going. Wow. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. this seems like right up your alley. Uh, I'll probably look into this a little bit over uh, my Christmas break. Uh, So people sent in some Pokemon news. Sun and Moon have reportedly... Oh, I just skipped it. Uh, They have a version uh, plan for the Switch, apparently. Yeah, I was going to do the sale one, but then I realized I'm reading the wrong one. Apparently, it's rumored they're doing uh, a mode for the Switch. Seems crazy to me. Yeah. Because... main and uh pokemon titles are never on the home consoles but maybe the switch but the switch is technically also a handheld so i don't know yeah i don't know maybe it could happen this is on eurogamer by the way apparently multiple sources tell eurogamer that it's in development so there you go yeah i'm gonna remain skeptical yep um but if that does happen like it'll it would look better like that'd be cool i don't I, d- I won't play it again. That this soon, is the thing is that sure. if that happens, I kind of want that version since I didn't buy the other one yet. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> what know. What I want, though, is if that happens, 
where's my like good looking HD Layton title that I get to play on the couch? It's probably like, coming. I'm, it's probably owned like, Japan right now. I'm thinking of all the great handheld yeah. uh, games that I want a console version of. Like yeah. a real good looking Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bring give it to me. I want it all. Uh hopefully this happens, but I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna hold my breath. Yeah. Metroid and, Hunters. Uh, Sun and oh, Moon man. have sold one point eight million, uh yep. which is approximately thirty thousand more than X and Y. He also included here second most in the first week next to uh Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which sold about six hundred and sixty four thousand more. So I did not know that Sun and Moon, pretty big, pretty big. I'm surprised release. those th- those ones have sold the most. I, I kind of second gen too. is great. I really like second gen. It's probably my favorite gen. But sure. I wasn't like crazy into the remake. Anyway, yeah, uh, that about does it for news. Yeah, let's go on to questions. Word. I guess I'm gonna be stuck with this first one. <laughs> if I were to guess. Hmm. All right. Did you? Oh, okay. I just noticed. I was like, wait, are you still there? <laughs> I thought maybe you disconnected, but no. Sorry, I had to mute myself for no, a sec. No, that's fine. Uh, before the questions, though, people can send in questions, um, top down perspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, through the Facebook group. Oh, we have a Facebook question. I'm going to get that it. while you're reading. The- Did you grab it? Yep. Oh, nice way to go. Yeah. Um, Facebook group uh, on our Discord server again. We actually got questions from like every place <laughs> you can send it, except maybe John's P.O. box. But I like, mean, maybe we, we can't we don't check know. it. So we can't check it. Who knows? We probably yeah. didn't. We probably we, didn't. No, probably John's not. P.O. box is a valid way of sending questions. in, though, uh, no matter what you send there, we will read it on the air. That's right. Um, uh, which is not a guarantee for any of the other ones. The other ones we pick and choose. It's true. Um, but yes, yeah, send questions in, uh, and you could sound uh, just like Matthew here that Paul's going to read. Right. The NPD numbers are in. So uh, let's do this. These are interesting. It's just actually, you know what? He didn't use a whole lot of um, abbreviations this time, so I might be able to muddle my way through this. Xbox One sold approximately 330,000. What are the, What would this be for? This would be for November or October. Probably October, right? I'm guessing November. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're right. This wasn't like one of the first ones of this week. He just sent this in, I he think, He just tonight. sent this in. You're right. Yeah. So this is likely for November. Yeah. Okay. Xbox One, approximately 330,000. The PS4, 235,000. He has exactly. He doesn't have the squiggly lines, so that's the exact number. <laughs> And right. the 3DS was more than 123,000. Okay. There you go. Battlefield 1 sold. <laughs> okay, that's a Why weird way. He, this that's is a weird the way second to say time that. he's done this. That's yeah. a weird way to say 1.2 million. <laughs> but 2 million. He wrote it as 1,292,000. 1, <laughs> yeah, which he's done that before. And he even did it twice in this one. Yeah. Anyway, is a it's whatever. fine. It's fine. Maybe uh, that's just how the website net does it. I'm going to round this up even and say 1.3 million. Yeah. And that in that's excluding 1.2 million ex- bundle. Oh no. 
I see. It's 1.25 million of those were bundles. Were, yeah. Okay. Right. Mafia three, five hundred and three thousand. Gears of War four. No, sorry, sorry, the opposite. One point two five million were not bundles. If you exclude the bundles, mm-hmm. it's they 1. were single. 2, million. Like, like the single yep. purchase, yeah. Yep, yep. There we go. Mafia three <laughs> was five hundred and three thousand. Gears of War four was five hundred and five thousand. Four hundred and fifteen thousand. If you don't count the bundles, yep. Uh, Skyrim. That's the remastered edition that Must came out. Remastered. Which, I understand that apparently runs really poorly. I'm sure it does. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, four hundred thousand Madden. The new Madden is out, so that's three hundred four thousand. Uh, FIFA three hundred one thousand. NBA two hundred ninety seven thousand. Who cares about that Madden? I wasn't even nominated for a best sports or racing game. It's true. Of the video game awards. It's true. Both FIFA and NBA were. So there you go. Yep. Yep. Uh, was NBA actually? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. WWE two hundred eighty three thousand. Now TF two. I want to say Team Fortress 2, but I know it's Titanfall 2. Oh, right. You're right. I was going to say it's got to be Team Fortress 2. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, Titanfall And 2. I fucking hate that there's two very well-known games right now with that same thing. But whatever. Well, I don't know if Team Fortress 2 is a super well-known. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it well-known, but it's not. Yeah, but who talks about that right now? Well, that's the thing, right? That's why when I saw that, my initial reaction is Matthew is on crack. This is this is a ten year old list right here, but yeah, uh, Titanfall two one hundred eighty two thousand, Color Splash one hundred a hundred thousand, Yokai Watch two less than fifty thousand, Just Dance less than thirty thousand, New Skylanders or does he mean the toys in general? Either way, it's sixty six thousand, and the Uncharted bundle sold about one hundred thirty thousand. Cool, yeah. Uh, Joshua wrote in. Uh, with a few questions. Do you think the games industry has become induated uh, with open world sandboxes? Uh, not anymore, but yes. There was a point where it seemed like every game had to do that. It's Right now, it feels like shooters. It really feels like shooters are the thing. It's a Again, lot of shooters. <clears throat> there was a time, I want to say probably about... 2007 to 2010 there was a lot of those of what open world games yeah there's like i still think there's a lot i mean there's the just cause games uh what's that infamous there's prototype there was the assassin's creed games like there's a, i mean we we had an assassin's creed every year yeah exactly there's <laughs> still I'm thinking lot. like r- like right now what open world games c- like came out recently like watchdogs 2 uh, watchdogs 2 mafia 3 mafia 3 yep um that's all i can really think dead rising 4 is technically open world but yeah but you can't talk about that till next week so well i I can't talk about what i feel about it but we know that's an open world game well how do you feel about open world games Uh, i mean i'm fine with open world games see just the genre yeah it's fine Uh um okay specifically just the genre is fine i feel like more games went towards open world Uh uh-huh uh because it was easy for them to say you can spend a million hours right. here by this game as opposed to, oh, yeah, I finished this, you know, narrative single player narrative in eight hours and then there wasn't anything new for me to do. Whereas if you have an open world game, there's always like, you know, there's always another su- submission, especially when they started like p- populating open world games uh, with just like anything that could happen. Like I remember um, like in Red Dead, for an ex- example, you'll just like come across some people like mugging uh, 
uh, or tying up a dude or whatever and you can just get involved with that or you'll be on your horse and people will like charge by and you could like hunt them down and whatnot i just yeah. you know <clears throat> so it's an easy yeah. way to put a ton of more hours into your game right also writes any pay for phone games apps you would recommend outside the go games uh probably i don't actually have my phone with me it's out in the main room uh yeah probably uh if you give me a second i might be able to think of some the ace attorney games uh-huh uh ghost trick speaking of which that just got updated for ios 10 this last week so that's a thing that's cool um i feel like i mentioned like a, a pay for phone game like almost every second week here yeah um i'm just going here's the ones on my phone <clears throat> Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lion, Heads Up, Imbroglio, Lumines, Necrodancer, uh, Really Bad Chess is free, but that's also great. Reigns, Reigns is, is super good. It's so good, yeah. <clears throat> Severed, I'm, I'm loving that. Anything from Three Minute Games, which are the Lifeline games. Space Team is awesome. That's another free game, but it, it's only multiplayer, local multiplayer. Uh, so there's a whole bunch yeah what about i have a better question for you because you know games what about a pay for app an app that you have to pay for just like a really great app yeah they use often what's your killer app that you Uh, have to pay for i was gonna say twitter (laughs) right um i like overcast for podcasts you don't have to pay for that either i'm trying to think if i ever bought an app i've bought apps uh i'm just uh clear is a great to-do list app <laughs> that actually sounds dope i like one password okay <laughs> like yeah to, yeah you have to pay for one password. no you're right actually these like uh password keeper type things is but there's invaluable. also free password i don't <laughs> i don't trust that as much um yeah yeah most of these most of these apps are free Killer apps. There you go. Top-down perspective. Favorite movie starring Will Ferrell? Oh, I don't mine's, like Will I mean, Ferrell. Mine's, so. mine's probably the first Anchorman. That's probably mine, too. I also like Elf. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, like, Elf is a movie where he's not just being, like, aggressively awful towards, like, the viewer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, I'm looking up his stuff here. Like, maybe Austin Powers, because he just dies in it. He's Mustafa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like him at all, so. Like, Anchorman is probably the actual answer, because the things I find annoying about him work towards, like, that character. Zoolander was good back then? Sure. He's the worst part of Zoolander for me, so... Okay. But, sure. All right. Uh, and y'all, and Josh also liked uh, Nathan on the podcast. Yeah, me too. We all like Nathan on the podcast. It's a nice treat, a rare treat. Yeah. Well, it's not that rare. <laughs> on TDP it is, but, yeah, I talk yeah. with him frequently. Uh, Bob Saget. <laughs> Fucking Bob Saget. Every time it gets me. It makes me smile a little bit. <laughs> Bob Saget writes in and says, biggest gaming pet peeve. Didn't two people write in asking what our pet peeves are? 
Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, I'm just going to go delete the other one. Where is it? Don't even worry about it. Oh, okay. Gaming pet peeve. Yeah. Open uh, world games, I guess. What? You, so you just don't like open world games? I'm not a huge fan of it because it bothers me having a list of things to do and knowing I don't like have the time or want to do the list, but feeling compelled that I should. Like it bugs like OCD tendencies in me. Oh, I've got a good one. <clears throat> okay. Um, having to grind, like specifically games okay. that aren't they that that aren't skateboarding games. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anything that like <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, a lot of Final Fantasies will do it where it's just you get to a boss and it's like, oh no, you should have spent like an hour before this just grinding and not really focusing on the game really, but just grinding it. Any any game where it includes, you know, involves you leveling up, but through the natural progression of the story, if you just do the tasks, you'll be strong enough when you reach the boss. That's ideal. Anytime where it's like, nope, you need to be like three levels higher than you are, despite you having done everything. That's just yeah. annoying. Yes. Yeah. There's so many Final Fantasy games where I've gotten to the final boss and it just because because I was like five levels too short which would probably equate to like four hours. Yeah. Just no thank you. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, that's a pretty good one for sure. The Br- the Bravely games are bad with that too. Luckily, they though, they have the auto battle system, so I can kind of just let my game play itself for a bit. That was a great addition to that. <clears throat> okay. That that's probably good. my biggest one. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, how do you classify someone's positive bias of a game as nostalgia? Does it have, or does it have to have been played years before as a child specifically, or some other benchmark I can't think of? That's a good question. I like this question. It's uh, yeah. I feel like nostalgia is always from the past. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically. Technically, it is always for the past. You can't have played a game in the future. Right, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I never hear nostalgia being talked about outside of, like, childhood. Right. Or your teens. Uh, to be fair, though, video games is kind of a young art form. Yeah. So most people that are super into it, you know... Uh, you know, it's only been around for like 20 years or whatever, 20, 30, you know, 30 years, maybe I should say. I remember having a similar conversation about this with John when we were doing retro kill screen, trying to decide what is considered retro that we should like talk about and stuff and okay. like nostalgia. And I think we pretty much determined that it at least has to be one full like hardware generation older like there has to be a market improvement and quality that you see these days so that your nostalgia is coloring like what you remember fondly about a game when you've been so far removed from it well how do you do pc then this is the thing is that pc is just fucked because you can play anything at any time that runs on a pc right right um it's a weird thing nostalgia i'm gonna say yeah, I, three and a half years that's how long you gotta wait three and a half years see i think it's gotta be longer because i'm trying to think of a game 
like I'm what's a game that came out like three like four years ago uh, uh like boy. board like let's say borderlands one that came out in 2011 i believe yeah. 2009 i think maybe sure so it's further than that i wouldn't say i'm nostalgic nostalgic for it see i would because i remember when that came out and playing it with uh, a couple of my friends on playstation and that's what colors my opinion of that game as being better than the second one even though it isn't is the nostalgia i have for th- that time but what what how is that different from you just saying that you you like it like what is specifically because making I, it because if like I what, play what is the difference between nostalgia and just liking it? Because nostalgia colors something positively where in reality Well so it, does liking it. Well, n- not necessarily. If I go back and play it, I don't like Borderlands like at all. I ba- I can't barely play it. No, no, well let's just, okay, here here's here's the scenario. Nostalgia it's, is like always a memory. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's always gonna be a memory. What how would you differentiate saying I'm nostalgic for this and I like this? And let's say you're not playing it right now. You're just thinking back on a game because like is a present term. If I say I well, like this, it means could, that I'm doing it right now. Well, I could still say, no, I, you know, I like God of War three. I haven't played God of War three in forever, well, but I, I wouldn't say I dislike I would, it. I would say I like it. You liked it, which is nostalgia. Okay, sure. Then then make it liked, but, okay. but I don't want, I don't want liked to mean I no longer like it. I was just, you know what I mean? No, not necessarily that you no longer like something. Okay, I'm just laying that that down. So what is the difference then between saying I'm nostalgic for this game and I like to this game? In my mind, there isn't one. Right. But but there has to be one. Does there? Because those aren't the same thing. So Mm. maybe maybe you do have to be a child. I mean, it could be. All I can think of is I would only use nostalgic if I okay. was a child. Here is a good definition of nostalgia that I just looked at. Okay. The sure. state of being homesick, homesickness, a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning to for return to or of some past period of irrecoverable condition. So you were nostalgic for, let's say, Frogger, because at the time it just like felt right. But now that you're older... Okay. You like Frogger or liked it, but you're not like yearning for that experience. You know what I think the. Yeah, I think there's two important parts to it. The first one you just mentioned up is that you're still yearning for it. Yeah, you're right. I think the more important one is it's unobtainable. You might be. Yeah, I think you're right. Because. Like, I'm trying to think of a a game. There's a difference between. There's a difference between me just going back and playing. Just like just picking up Mario Kart right okay. now, right? And me thinking back to Mario Kart in the past because right. I was playing with my friends, right? I didn't have as many games then, and I was able to just sink so many hours into it. That yeah. is not something I can do right now, right? Or you're just nostalgic for that one time when that game was the only thing you had or the best thing in the world. Yeah. Now so I think that hard. I think being unable to obtain it now is a key. Is, is is key to that so i'm nostalgic for dead rising 4 got it <laughs> all right well you you know you definitely well, <laughs> right i mean that's a different that's a, that's a bit no different. i know it's uh, totally yeah. different i'm just fucking with you at this point <laughs> yeah that was that, a good question yeah that's, so i would say you don't have to be a child it's just you know something you can't get anymore 
Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Although, and I, you know, I, I, I don't want to continue on this question for, for too much longer, but I still think there needs to be some level of time in between. Cause let's say I sure. was playing. Like I think of the Jackbox games right now, the, the party pack. Okay. You know, a few, few weeks ago I had people over, we played some Jackbox games. Right. I can't do that right now. Right. Like literally if I wanted to do that right now, I can't, but I would not say I'm nostalgic for those games. Right. Okay. Fair enough. And even if I like, let's say I moved. So even if I had like a day to prepare, I still couldn't get it done. I still wouldn't say I'm nostalgic. So I still think there needs to be a certain amount of time in between. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. I don't and know. there needed to be like an intense likeness there. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Because you can't be nostalgic for something that like you thought was okay. I don't think like under that right. definition. Well, it, it, well, I, that's where I think the, the, the first part, that you're yearning for it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because if it was something that's okay, you're probably not yearning for it, right? <laughs> I would think so, right. That's yeah, super unhealthy so. if you're yearning for something you thought was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good question. Good question. Uh, what else does he have here? Also, for college advice from an up a year, do mildly stupid. Oh, this is from, I think, last week or two weeks ago when somebody said that they're, like, stressing out, they're in college. Like, how was college experience? We get the college thing a few times a year or whatever. But yep. um, so he's just responding. Bob Saget says to that person, I can't sorry, I can't remember who originally wrote in and said it for college advice from an upper year. Do mildly stupid things frequently. They're very cathartic. For example, I've made my common greeting from hey or how are you to Bruce. It's quite interesting to watching how people react to it. So there you go. Bob Saget just gave you advice. It just sounds like a weird, a weird dude. Yeah, that's a weird dude. It's a weird thing to do. Um, <clears throat> Thomas writes, uh, Sean, how was Fantastic Beasts? Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Also, have you heard of the new wizarding meme? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Paul inf informed us last week, but I probably shouldn't ask you about it. Wizarding meme? I have, do you know what he's talking about? I have no idea what he's talking I about. I feel like I have to listen to last week's episode now. <laughs> I don't... Have you heard of the new wizarding meme? Anyway. Uh, second, how are you finding the Steam Autumn Sale? And what are the funniest Steam Awards submissions oh, you've seen? that's right. The Steam Awards we didn't talk were about, a thing. We didn't talk about the Steam Awards. Did yeah. that finish? Is I that still going on? I don't actually know. I have Steam open. I'll quickly check, I guess. I haven't bought anything. Yeah. Me neither. So, I saw they just put up a, a like for thirty dollars you can get like thirty games a humble bundle, which is kind of interesting. You get one new game each each day up to Christmas, or no, all for uh, December. Sorry, for that's kind of cool. I saw a cool thing. I saw an infographic like pie chart on Twitter. Apparently, thirty four percent or something like this of all of the games on Steam were released this year. No, it was more. It was like sixty percent of them. Was what I was, was it that I saw much? sixty. I, th I think I saw sixty, and then I saw like fifty-five percent. Hmm. Anyways, Which, it's a lot. <laughs> that that's crazy if you think yeah. about it. And then you got to think like, what percentage is it going to be next year? Like games are just getting. There's so many games out there. There are so many games out there for yeah. sure. Um. Anyways, while you're looking at Steam, uh, third, what are the best Black Friday <clears throat> deals you have seen? 
Also, it doesn't anything? seem like it's up anymore for me. So okay, I really didn't follow it. Uh, yeah, me so neither. I can't really say. Did you see any Black Friday deals that you thought were great? No. I I uh, I got X Machina for four bucks. I thought that was pretty good on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good, good movie. Um, Finding Dory for ten was probably my favorite deal I, that I took advantage of. Okay. Um, fourth, how <clears throat> did how, how do you get into cooking things more elaborately? Like I'm cool with cooking stuff like spaghetti and mashed potatoes, but I never want to experiment too much for fear that I'll utterly ruin everything. You look in a book or on the internet, see how it's done, and then do it. Yeah, you gotta just you gotta just try. Like, uh, get someone to show you. My parents kind of taught me a lot of the things I, I needed to learn. Yeah. Uh, like I, I needed to learn how to cook chicken. I needed to learn how to make eggs. Um, I eat, I eat a lot of chicken and eggs. Now that I think about it. How to know like how to cook a steak? If somebody like wants it medium or rare or well done and that stuff I, is pretty, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do that. It's pretty good. I don't eat a lot of red meat though, so it's not much of an issue for me. Sure. Um. But yeah, you just got to try. I mean, and I would recipes. say cook, cook with someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, you're not. So, you know, like a, like a parent or. Yeah, you're not a five star like, chef. You shouldn't be you're shouldn't expect yourself <laughs> to be able to know how something will taste by combining the like palates in your mind. It's like, oh, right. it should taste like this if I do this. Like, just watch a video or read a book. Open a fucking book. Jesus. Everything's on YouTube. Yep. Everything. Uh. But yeah, cooking can be fun when you get to put like whatever you want into something and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put chicken nuggets in this mac and cheese because I'm an adult and there's no one around to tell me not to. Sean, how many chicken nuggets could you eat in one sitting? Oh, pick a number. 50. That's a lot. I'm trying to think, <laughs> what do I normally eat in one sitting? And it's probably around 20. Yeah, sure. 20 in one sitting is probably like a normal and meal. If I, was, if I was pushing it, I could... I mean, I've never really tried pushing it, but right. actually 50 nugget uh, related, challenge, 50 nugget challenge. Are you in? I, I, I would, I would try it. Um, <laughs> I can eat a lot, uh, but, um, I had a chicken nugget party once. Okay. I was probably, probably like 13 or 14. A bunch of my friends came over, you know, M&M's meat shop in Calgary. Or yeah. I guess I should just say in Canada. Yeah. They're great. They are yeah. so good. And yeah. and their chicken nuggets are to die for. Every time I go up, I always ask my parents to pick up a box of those chicken nuggets. They are cheap. They're cheaper than like anywhere else. You get more and they're actually healthier yeah. than like anywhere else. Those actually, are fantastic. M&M meat shops, like some of their meats are kind of expensive, but they're all quality. They're a great I've, place to get I've food. never really looked into a lot of the other stuff. The only time I've ever anything I've ever picked up there was the chicken nuggets and their mozzarella sticks. I've had their mozzarella sticks. You know, I've never actually had their nuggets before. I'm sh- I would highly recommend their nuggets. You should definitely try them out. Maybe yeah, tomorrow. like I said, you get a whole bunch of their nuggets. Yeah, and they're they're healthier than just going to like a Walmart and getting whatever. Oh, I'm nu- sure frozen nuggets. Yeah. Or yeah. Anyway, um, at a chicken nugget party, my mom bought like ten boxes of those nuggets and a lot of Mountain Dew. And okay. uh, we played through WarriorWare Smooth Moves like three times and just ate chicken nuggets Great. and drank Mountain Dew. And it was probably the most like video game thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, it was 38% of all Steam games, apparently. 
38. Okay, I could have sworn I saw 60 and 55, but it seems that number's changing, so who knows. Yeah, whatever. Okay, apparently he had a news thing in here. My bad for not yeah, seeing that. Yeah, it looks that. like there is uh, something called a good bundle is going on on Itch.io. Oh, yeah, I'm, this isn't worth talking about. It's a lot of, okay. like, Flash games and crappy indie games. There's some good stuff in there, but, okay, I guess we're talking about it because I'm... Gone all- Home's in it. I'm already describing what it is, so I guess we're talking about it. It's basically 150-something games, and if you pay, like, $2, you get... Okay, actually, it says right here. If you pay $2, you get 89 games. $8 will get you 36 more on top of that, and $20 will get you all 151. You don't get the good games unless you pay the higher prices. Otherwise, you're getting a lot of, like, Flash games and indie things. Okay. That's why I don't think it's worth talking about. Okay. Well, too late. <clears throat> yeah, so there you go. A good bundle. Uh, if you just want to pad your collection of 151 games, they are DRM-free, so you don't need Steam and stuff, but I kind of like having a Steam library, so that's another thing I don't like about it. Oh, man, we got so many questions. we got to keep moving. Yep. Um, six, how do you feel about all the hacking Pokemon shenanigans and people outcrying about reper- repercussions from hacking Sun and Moon? First, we had people who used torrented copies online getting banned. Then there were people using... Un- an old version of, of a save editing software screwing up their save files and blaming it on the game. I think people are dumb. People are dumb, and Nintendo like, should just you're yeah. They should straight out steal tell from them. Nintendo. Of course, you're going to get banned. Yeah, like what? What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, there's another bit of news. Nintendo wouldn't let um like AM2R get nominated. And uh, whatever the Pokemon one was, I think it might have been the Game Awards, wasn't it? No, or maybe it was a different award show. Pokemon Uranium? Does that sound right? Yep. Yeah, that's. I was another fan when they got shut down by Nintendo. Right. There was some Game Award. I'm trying to see what it says in this article that wanted that had a best fan creation category, and Nintendo would not let those games be uh, nominated. Which weird. I mean. I honestly don't think oh, it's, it is just the, it is just the game awards. So, yeah, I honestly don't think this would have been a problem for those fan creations if they hadn't used the words Metroid and Pokemon like actual trademark. Sure. I mean, names. that's yeah, that's that's a that's another thing. But but whatever. I mean, it's one thing to take them away and now Nintendo won't even let them be nominated. Like, I don't know. At some point, shouldn't the game? I know the game awards have like a relationship with Nintendo. Sure. But, Shouldn't they just be like, dude, whatever. This was a good game. I don't know. They might be legally forced to really not allow them to do that shit, though. I'm not sure. I'm no lawyer. I mean, like, what are they doing? All they're saying is I enjoyed this thing. No, just the fact that these fan it's diluting their brand names. The Metroid and something that exists like at this point. Right. Anyone can say I liked that thing. Sure. And now, like, it's, like, and now Nintendo's basically saying, you cannot publicly say you like this. Right. Like, what? That they, just seems weird. They very likely are legally forced to not allow other people to get away with that shit. Probably. Because of the name. If they had named it just, like, instead of oh, another sure. Metroid oh, yeah. 2 thing, they just named it, like, I don't know, Jubilee or some dumb shit, it probably would have been fine 
I think it's just a name thing. Anyways, this next one scares the shit out of me. This is intense. Okay, Hank writes in. Uh, Hank is I'm 3D Homer in the chat. Uh, everyone on the podcast, follow these steps individually. So you and I, I guess. Yeah. And yep. everybody, you can play at home too. So <clears throat> we have to pick a game we love, a game we hate, and a game that is completely mediocre or unremarkable. <clears throat> so. I, okay, I love Burnout Paradise. Yeah. What's I a game hate. you hate? I hate Warriors. Kid Icarus Uprising. Okay, Kid Icarus. Okay, what's a completely a game that mediocre is meh. Um, I Mediocre sounds negative, but a game that I was just kind of like met on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. Everyone's gone to the rapture. Okay. I'm going to say game I love, Resident Evil. Game I hate is... I'm trying to remember what that fucking shooter was called. That was like a Gears of War clone. The one that you Binary Domain? No, I love Binary Domain. Yeah, that's, that's a great game. No, that... Oh, my God. I hate it so much I didn't even remember the name of it. Okay. Um. Okay, whatever. I have that in mind. Whatever. A game that is completely mediocre. Fuck. Uh, Something mediocre just sounds so harsh. And it's hard. Because you don't really have in your mind a game that you just thought was uh, whatever. You just remember the ones you don't like or the ones you like. Let's say... It's pro- like... Okay, I'm going to say Mario Galaxy. Okay. I thought I thought was whatever. Okay. Uh, change one thing about the game <laughs> you love to make it better. Okay. Uh, it, has a, it has a better soundtrack. Okay. The game I love to make it better. Um... Fuck, they did what I would have said. They remastered it um, to make it better. Well, then say, say the game that you love is the remastered version, and then how do you make that one better? Sure, okay, we'll go with that then. How do you, you can make just that? Make, say, like, you could just say, like, it's there's longer, there's more of it. Yeah, you know what? That's a cop-out answer that I can get behind, and it's kind of true. Okay. I think it's a little too short. <clears throat> okay. Uh, change one thing about the game you hate to make it worse. They need. They require you to have four hands this time, and not just three. Yeah. Okay. For mine, they make the cover mechanic not work. Like that was <laughs> one of the broken. good things about okay. it is that it w- right. worked. Uh, for change one thing about a meg game to make it better. The they increase the movement speed. <laughs> they made it. Hmm. I don't know. That's hard. What didn't you like about Mario Galaxy? That it was a 3D Mario. I just like. Okay, so you want it to be 2D? You want Mario Galaxy, you know but what? like side scrolling? Sure, I would have been okay with a 2D. I, that sounds cool to me. Yeah, I'd be okay with that, I think. Okay, all right. Uh, change one thing about the May game or the mediocre game to make it worse. The, the camera uh, is the same as Mario 64's camera. Because fuck. There's no bad. um. There's no little orb giving me a waypoint. I have to just find my way around that town. That would be so hard. Okay, where the hell are we? Combined six. Two of the games into something great. They're very different games. Yeah. Um. Super Mario is in the Resident Evil Mansion. Trying to fight his way out. 
Okay, so it's Burnout Paradise, but there's like narrative elements in it. I mean, yeah. it, there's already no people there. So now there's just like some deep mystery going on, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Combine two of the games into something terrible. Okay, so it's it's just, it's just Bar- Burnout Paradise, yeah. except there's just no other cars. Great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mine is definitely it's Mario uh, Galaxy with like the static camera angles from Resident Evil. <laughs> so it's oh just god! Like, so if you're in the wrong position on this like little orb you're on, you just can't see what's happening. You just can't at see all. Mario. Yeah. You're just hoping. Okay, no, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, which imaginary game? So, just not counting the three real games you started with is the best. Oh, out of the two we just made, I mean the great one, obviously. The, yeah, obviously the. Oh no, I think it's out of uh any of the ones. It says so. Just not counting the three real games you started with. Yeah, but remember oh, we made ones right. better. We made ones worse. You're right. You're right. Um, hmm. Resident Evil. So, that's longer. So it's, it's yeah. I was gonna say it's got to be Burnout Paradise with a better soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, which imaginary game is the worst? The cover-based shooter that doesn't work properly. Yeah. That I hate. Kid Icarus that requires four hands at once now. <laughs> yeah. For exactly. its weird control scheme. Uh, which imaginary game is the most meh? I mean, it's just, I guess, Mario still. Uh, the, the 2D Mario is probably still meh in a weird way. Burnout Paradise with a narrative is probably weird. Yeah, okay. Now as a group, rank your answers for 8, 9, and 10, or put... What does that mean? Rank my answers. Rank your answers for 8, 9, and 10. Or put another way, what is the best overall imaginary game? Okay, so what was your imaginary Wait, game like, that you thought oh, like, was best? Like, we're comparing ours? Like, who had a better one, yeah. we're saying? what was your imaginary game? Right, my best imaginary game was Burnout Paradise with a better soundtrack. I'm I'm going to agree with that. <laughs> Okay, which is kind of a cop out because you could put your own music into it. Sure. At least on the 360, you could. So, so you like, can make that better. You can already game. make that, and you can have the soundtrack be whatever you want. But whatever. but you're right. That's a great experience when you do it. It's super fun. I remember putting just a podcast on, and it was like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Uh, worst overall that. imaginary game. I'm gonna say my Mario 3D Mario with the static camera angle. That's, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's or, just unplayable. Or the cover-based shooter where the cover doesn't work is pretty bad, too. I don't I know. I feel like you could you could get through that if you were just good enough at shooting. But yeah, one where you right. just can't see Mario is just broken. You're t- yeah, you're totally right. And uh, his last thing, what is the most meant overall imaginary game? I think 2D Mario or Mario Galaxy. I think that'd be good. Well, I'm, yeah, this, that's a weird question because I... That was the most meh. Like, what does that even yeah. mean? Like, it was the most good, not good. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for the mind fucking like algebra equation for a question, Homer. I appreciate it. All right. This one, I'm just going to paraphrase down. Um, uh, why is John called Proton John? Uh, I can answer this. It was like a nickname he had in school, I believe. Yeah, you're 100 yeah. percent right. Uh, John or, or Paul, why do you? How did you come up with exposure? Uh, it was a blog I had years and years ago when I was a kid, or not a kid, but younger. All right, and how did I come up with putting an underscore between <laughs> my first and last name for my Twitter account? I've always uh, wondered this. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of planning and careful thinking. Right. 
But I mean, you've had some other names. Weren't you Proton Sean for a while somewhere? No, definitely not. I think that was just like a joke people were saying. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, I guess maybe I could do like my Xbox Live. Like I have Angel Gamer on a couple things. Yeah, yeah. That was like, uh, like middle school made like a name, right? And just have not wanted to spend ten dollars on Xbox to change it because who cares? Sure, fair enough. All right, Charles McGrath, who I'm going to refer to as Charlie, wrote in and said, "There's a real bid to try to get jousting added to the Olympics. I think this is great. I'm curious what other sports you guys would like to see added to the Olympics. I think jousting is a great answer." Are people still jousting? I mean, I guess people I mean, must still be jousting. I guess they'll start <laughs> if they aren't. I guess I could just do the easy one and say Quidditch. Yeah. It's a pretty easy answer for me. I'm going to just stick with his answer. I would love to see people joust in the Olympics. I'm excited about uh, that they're adding climbing. Yeah. That sounds like it's going to be so cool watching people race up a rock climbing wall. They're probably just going to be like leaping. Oh, I, I'm looking forward. That. That's pretty That's cool. cool. You're right. That yeah. sounds super cool. Yeah. Um, Daniel writes, hey, guys, after hearing Sean talk about his favorite game, Burnout Paradise, again last week and seeing as it's probably one of the only games he would go back to, it got me thinking. If you could only play your top five favorite games for the rest of your life or any game except your top five, which would you pick? Any game except my top five. I would I'd pick that too. Yeah. For the rest of like my life. The, the, they'll just, yeah, exactly. For the rest of your life. And they'll make something close enough to it. Yeah. Right? So. <clears throat> I mean, they'll and make sequels pick, to it probably if it was worth talking about to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if you picked to take all the other games and forego your top five, how many of your favorite games would it take for you to say screw it to all of their games? None. Like it would so take, like at what point at what point would like what number like it, it, top 10 favorite games? I, I I think none. I'll always pick the other ones because it's an infinite number versus whatever number I say. Right. And I like one of the things I like about gaming is seeing how it's evolving. So, yeah, sure. I don't, yeah, exactly. don't want to be like, stuck in one period necessarily. If I if I pick the favorite games, this podcast ends kind of. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Uh, that was the uh, Facebook question, by the way. So thank you for that. Cool. Uh, Twitter uh, sombrero mustache wrote in and said, "Sean, why do you hate Hyrule Warriors and do you hate Dynasty Warriors games too?" Uh, I haven't played Dynasty Warriors proper, but I've played Dynasty Warriors light games, such as Hyrule Warriors, such as Nine and Nights. Yeah, I don't like those games. I find them tedious and just completely uninteresting. Fair enough. And now Discord questions. Hey, yeah, Tay writes, uh, what are your other big interests besides games? <clears throat> mm. I like movies a lot. Yeah, movies are good. Music, for me, is huge. Comics. Comics are good, yeah. I like comics a lot. Uh, I, I, go, I, like, I like the gym and being exercising and active a lot. That's another big one. I wouldn't say comics and movies are as big in my interest level as <laughs> video games are. Maybe movies are oh. closer than comics for right sure. no for sure i don't have a podcast about those right <laughs> so <laughs> like true. gaming is definitely the number one um right but i'm just saying if things that like take up my time or i do most consistently it's it's playing games it's uh playing you know playing sports or going to the gym yeah and it's watching movies most likely and also just like living life man dead in ski 66 wrote in twice I'll just read both of these. Um, how's your hairstyle changed since you were a kid? 
It got older and shorter. Mine, yeah, it got shorter. Yeah. I used to have, uh, like, swoopy bangs. Okay. Uh, his second question is a bit longer one. Have you ever had a super lame dream? I just had my first dream in, like, six months the other day. A few days oh. before the dream, I did a physics assignment. Uh in the dream, I got back the assignment, see it's 8 out of 10, not to myself in agreement. Then I woke up, checked online, see I got an 8 out of 10, was angry at myself that this was dream-worthy. Okay, so he dreamed what grade he got, and it was correct, I guess. <laughs> which is... Spooky. Which is dope. Um, first dream in six months. <laughs> I guess it's first dream they remember, because it's the thing like, this that is we're thing, always right? dreaming, You're but you don't remember dreaming. them. You're always dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. Just as you get older, you remember less of them or whatever Because if you don't dream your head is actually full, like, your subconscious is full of, like, trash, and you will go insane, so... Your you just, your head fills up yeah. with all these thoughts, and eventually it'll explode. Yeah, that's how Brainiac was formed in uh, the Superman <laughs> comics. Was it there Superman? Probably. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so a super lame dream. A, a super lame dream. I had a dream that I was late for school, and then I woke up in a panic... Okay. That was lame. Uh, I don't think I've ever had like ones where it's like, oh man, I, I was like, I was in my underwear at school or anything like that. Like I never had those weird ones. I um, totally have had <clears throat> those ones. I've definitely had ones where like stuff was going well and then I woke up and it was just like, oh crap, that's not real. I really wish that had happened, but I can't think of something specific. I just remember that scenario having happened. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Did you ever have a dream where <laughs> oh, you here's, just like, here's, here's when I had one recently. Okay. Here's when I had recently. Um, uh, my girlfriend and I were at like some party. It was like a big, big house or whatever. And I was trying to get my girlfriend. I was like, Hey, we should, let's go dance. Come, come dance with me. And she, kept, she refused to do it. Instead. She wanted to watch the movie ants. Okay. Which, like that movie kind of sucks. What do you like more, Bugs Life or Ants? Oh, Bugs Life for sure. Who says okay. Ants? I don't know. I get parts of each one of them mixed up in my head. I don't yeah. remember a single thing about Ants besides that at one point water comes into the colony. Ants is wasps, right? Are like pushing them around or something? Like yellow jackets or something like that? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. In, in Bugs Life, it's the grasshoppers pushing them around, right? Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't remember. Oh, I The only thing I can remember about ants is water comes into the colony at one point. Dope. That's or, it. Ants was like a love story, I think, wasn't it? Of like a worker ant like falling in maybe? love with like a queen or princess ant or something or queen ant. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Dreams. Anyway. They're dumb. Uh, <clears throat> last question. Uh, Lucky7 writes, Have you ever had a friend who you considered had shit taste in games, but st still hung out with them anyway and didn't tell them their game taste was shit? Or did you tell them and try to show them what you consider better games? No. I just do a podcast with two of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> burn. Um... <laughs> The delay was what made that yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, well, I was trying. To, I was trying to think of my. Uh, I bet I have friends that did, had bad taste in games. Yeah, like I had a friend that all he plays is uh, Call of Duty and the latest NHL game. That's all he plays for the most part. Is that bad taste though? 
This is the thing. It's like, what constitutes bad taste? Just like your own opinion. Well, that's also like, yeah, exactly. That's just being kind of snobby. If I, if I say your opinion's bad. Right. Exactly. Um, In this scenario though, he was, I guess he had a very selective taste and I tried to show him like, Hey, check out Viva Pinata. It's fantastic. And he was obviously not into it. Sure. Uh, And it's like, whatever. Like that's still one of my like best buds. Sure. Who who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Um, if people want to send any questions, uh, what can they do, Paul? They can write in a top down perspective at gmail.com, TDP podcast on Twitter, facebook.com slash top down perspective, and click that like button or whatever you do. Do that. Do it yeah. now. Help do us it out. now. Uh, Discord. We have a Discord. Uh, chat. I'm going to find a way to put that Discord link up in a place that is clickable all the time. <laughs> like maybe on like the side of like Facebook or like a pinned tweet on Twitter or something. Okay. I don't think you can do a side thing on the Facebook group. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe maybe uh, you can pin like a thing on Facebook though. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Or just yeah, message anyway. TDP podcast on Twitter for an invite to that if you want. I mean, if you just find the tweets, those are constantly going uh links. They don't expire, but yeah, it will eventually go further and further down. Right, exactly. <clears throat> What's well, your game of the week? Box. Uh oh, yeah, John's box. Game of the week, I guess, would be Shadow Warrior 2. And mine's Pokemon Sun. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Yep. Bye.